everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians uh, go on adventures, so you don't have to. I'm your host, Asterios Kovados. With us, as always, is Sriracha. Hello. Sriracha, you wanted to kick us off. Oh, yeah. So, um, so I, got, I just got this comment on my Instagram. This is my thrilling adventure I'm going on this week. Uh, she writes down, hey, girl. Loved your feed. DM me if you're interested in a business opportunity. Awesome. So I messaged her back. I said, of, co- of course, because I want to get involved in as many pyramid schemes as humanly possible. <laughs> I like it. When you click on someone's profile and the first word is Jesus, you know it's going to be something good. You're in for a good ride. Yeah, she responds like, hey, girl, which post are you referring to? And I wrote back, so you said something about a business opportunity? And then she, she's still typing. So I'll this check is back. happening literally right now. You're seeing the dots. Yes. Okay, here we go. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I am a brand rep for a health and wellness company called It Works. Okay. You can't see, but I just threw my phone over my Okay, be careful with your phone. It has a really adorable case with a lot of little birds on it. Now... You seem to know what It Works is, and you're acting like I should know what it is, too. Uh, it Works is a wrap. It, they manufacture or sell wraps that you wrap around your body, and it's supposed to make you lose weight. Obviously, it doesn't work because it's called It Works. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Mummies are incredibly thin. Dare I say, dangerously skinny. They're wrapped up in a bunch of shit. Huh? Clothes. The, the the fascism of the fast fashion industry. The blood of Indonesian children. Okay, I think we're... I think we've yeah. taken this in two wildly different directions. Um, anyway, you, let me tell you what to say to this person. Unless you have something on No, it keeps going. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So I am a brand rep for a health and wellness company called It Works. I market the company on my social media. I basically just post what I normally post and just add in random posts here and there about the business opportunity and info on our products. We get paid when we sell the products or we help people join the business and make money. I would love to help you do this and I would love to have you on my team. Okay, excellent. Here's what you got to <laughs> okay, say. Okay, what should I say? <laughs> I would love to promote your product. I'm an influencer. People send me free products all the time. Send me 50 to 100 of these It Works wraps. Okay. And I, I will promote them and and uh and I will I will send your sales through the roof 1000%. And then say then say this. You can talk to Nathan Masry of Garfield Eats. I've promoted his <laughs> business quite a bit. I have great reach. Uh, I am an influencer and I promote products on my Instagram all the time. I have a 12% engagement rate. Nice. What are some other stats? Um, reach of over 100,000. That's not realistic for me. It's absolutely realistic because we have um, we have almost two hundred thousand downloads. I'm going to say fifteen thousand reach. No, reach is uh, re- the reach is always ridiculous. Like you're always like you're always like we have fifteen thousand followers and a reach of four billion. Like the reach number, if the reach number is ridiculous, it, then they, then they'll know you don't know what you're talking about. And an average like number of one hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um. How big is your marketing budget? <laughs> nice. Good, good. No, this is mean. I'm going to say it. What's, um, what's mean about this? This person, time is money. And right now, 
This person is wasting one of yours and giving you none of the other. You got to balance these books. Yeah, I'm going to I can't wait to dick around with this person. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> she's typing. Oh, my God. You should. Oh, OK. Well, well, look, keep checking in on this hot business opportunity as the show develops. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The thing that I want to talk about is we record. Uh, I was um, I just picked up some snacks before the recording. And I was walking back at exactly 7 o'clock, and only people that live in New York City know this, but at 7 p.m. every night, we all clap. Yeah, that's true. We all lean out of our balconies and fucking clap for the healthcare worker. Well, I, th- I, think, th- I think the momentum for the clapping has <laughs> dr- declined significantly in the last week. That's what I wanted to talk about, honestly. This, the 7 p.m. clap to honor our healthcare and essential workers. Started a couple weeks ago. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's honking their horns. People are people are sticking their 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 torsos out the window and flashing doctors. It's like Mardi Gras, but to but for our, our frontline workers over here. Now people people aren't so into it, and I get it. In marketing, we call that wear out. It's like when a campaign hits, oh, it's great at first, it's great at first, but then, even if the commercials are great, eventually you get campaign wear out. Well, let me tell you, this campaign has fucking worn out, because last, I participated in the clapping for a hot second, and last night, I leaned my head out just to see the state of the clapping, and I think there was just like two people clapping, and here's all I'm saying is, if you're gonna clap, if you're gonna have clapping, period, and this applies to anything... You need to have more than two people because you either have need to have nobody or more than two people because if you only have two, it kind of just sounds like homeless people either fighting each other or fucking each other. Even <laughs> one person clapping is like a strong, bold, artistic statement. One a solitary clapper. There's one person who refuses to let the dream die. Two people is sad. It is really sad. It's It's pathetic. But I, if you don't mind... I have an idea or two on how we can revitalize the 7 p.m. clap, and I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Okay. All right. My idea first off is I go out there at 7 o'clock. I'm dressed like a doctor. I have a mad scientist (laughs) coat. I have some beakers. Clearly, I have surgical masks. I'm walking around. People start clapping, of course, for me. Asteris Coconos, stolen valor doctor hero. Chemist, apparently. (laughs) Exactly. I've got a green beaker with dry ice that I've promised President Trump will fix everything. Yeah. And uh, and I'm waving. I'm doing like the Princess Di wave, like the side-to-side satellite dish wave. Then, all of a sudden, we hear a car screeching from out of nowhere, just just turning onto our street and it's gunning down the road but there's all this clapping so and i and people are going like hey doc get out of the way doc get out of the way there, there's a there's a car coming but i just said they're clapping for me i'm like oh thank you thank you so much yes i'm a hero <laughs> boom the car hits me and you're fucking dead who's driving the car that's right a giant coronavirus mascot 
is driving the car. Like uh, you've seen what the coronavirus looks like. The, the molecule looks like a big, like underwater uh, marine bomb. A sea urchin. Yeah, yeah it looks like a big sea urchin. Exactly. Then the mascot gets out. And you're you're in the mascot costume. Okay. The mascot gets out, and you go like, <laughs> "Take that, frontline fools! Corona for the win!" And then oh. I pull out a knife and I stab you in your kidneys. <laughs> you start stabbing me in the kidney. Uh, we have a retractable knife here, and that- the lungs. <laughs> Because the coronavirus kills your lungs. Well, that's, perf- that, that's perfect. That's perfect. And we have one of those knives, and it has a little squirt reservoir. So there's blood getting all over. Oh no! And then I actually stab you in between the ribs. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be stabbed. Well, listen. Our healthcare workers don't want to be going to work and working eighteen-hour shifts. If you're going to steal Valor, steal it correctly, and die of the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't even think that the... That's not how people die of the coronavirus. They don't get stabbed between the ribs by the coronavirus. I've seen the diagrams. It stabs you in the the lungs. And that's why Trump says we need to inject the Lysol. is because the Lysol also has guns. So the Lysol brings... Literally brings a gun to a knife fight. And then shoots the coronavirus in the fucking head. And that's how it dies. You see, your white blood cells are white, so they show up to the fight <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> oh, or wait, I guess that would be opposite, wouldn't it? Look, I stopped paying attention to you. <laughs> you ruined my idea. There was going to be a big baby face comeback where, like, I was going to get up heroically and then pick up coronavirus and then literally throw it <laughs> into a dumpster and then set the dumpster on fire. Be, like, leading to the common millennial phrase dumpster fire that your generation loves so much. And then I die of smoke inhalation, just like the coronavirus kills you. I don't know, am I doing something to your lungs? I'm not a scientist. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I, I am, but I'm not. I'm not I'm you're not a chemist doctor. with the cure for <laughs> Lysol. That's my way to make the 7 p.m. clap more interesting is add a, add some theater to it. Trump always calls coronavirus the invisible enemy, the invisible enemy. You make that enemy visible, people will be booing, throwing bottles at him. By him, I mean you. I thought the invisible enemy was heroin. How many invisible (laughs) enemies do we have here in America? What? (laughs) See, because meth is an incredibly visible enemy. You know when someone's on meth. If someone's on heroin, they just look incredibly attractive. Oh, yeah. Is that? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what heroin addicts are known for. Very good looking. And very good teeth. You don't remember. I don't think heroin does anything to your teeth. I, I know it makes you fucking ugly. <laughs> I, you don't remember 90s heroin chic? Those, those people were definitely not actually on heroin. No, but look, but... Close. That's the as close as you get to heroin without sticking the needle in your arm. I hear that heroin feels like a million orgasms at once. I do too. I heard it's like the best feeling that a human being can feel. Here's what my health. Here's what my high school health doctor told me about heroin, and I don't know if what he's saying is true. So please, alert, alert, uh, uh, warning, warning, legal, legal. Don't do heroin. Yeah, okay? it's a satire. Don't do satire, heroin. Satire, 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 satire. Also copyright, copyright. He told me that. The heroin doesn't kill you. It's that it feels so good that you start spending all your money on it. And what actually kills you is that you spend just all your time and money doing heroin. Kind of like when a guy dies from playing a video game for 96 hours. It's like, well, the pixels didn't get in his blood and kill him. 
It was everything else. I mean, I I think that the heroin does definitely kill you. But what I've heard is I don't think people on heroin starve to death. I think they over is really the reason why it's really easy to OD on heroin is because when you take it and you take it like when you take heroin in a specific environment, this is satire. satire I'm not satire. a doctor. If when you take heroin in a specific environment every time, your tolerance goes up because when you're in the heroin room, you're like, oh shit, time to do heroin. So your body starts like preparing to fight off the fucking heroin. But then as soon as you do your normal dose in somewhere that you don't usually do the heroin. Your body doesn't like associate it with heroin and start getting ready to fight against the heroin. So then you just do way too much heroin that you weren't prepared to like lock in against and then you die. <laughs> okay, look. That's what my health teacher told me, I think. <laughs> that sounds a lot more like the truth. I think my health teacher may have been super duper wrong my health teacher was fucking the gym teacher in my high school they were both women that's what we think that's what we think we don't have this is satire but they were definitely having sex with one another okay that's awesome because they would like hold hand not hold hands but allegedly somebody saw them holding hands and they would like carpool <laughs> this is what you're basing this on they would carpool a lot <laughs> This is the flimsiest lesbian evidence I've ever heard in my life. A guy says he saw them holding hands once. Whoa. Yeah, and my uncle is the president of Nintendo and has Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 7. He's but it's on top of a fridge, so I can't get it down. I'm going to ban you from Xbox. My dad owns Nintendo. Yeah, what the hell? Someone saw them holding hands, and then also someone saw them carpooling. You know, co- co-workers can carpool to work. Mm, I carpooled a lot, bro. Do you see them carpooling? I probably, yeah. You would think you would know. That's a no. Just say no. You've never where's, seen them carpooling. Where's the Bible? Yes, <laughs> I did. Mm. We'll swear on this Yo Watanabe chocolate Valentine thing that I got from Archangel of Life. It's got a plate. It's got chocolate. And I can't read the rest. I think there is a Valentine in there for me. Sriracha. From. And it literally says from Yo Watanabe. Yes, it literally says for you, from yo, which on it. is great, which is funny because they're both spelled exactly the same. <laughs> it's a really funny little turn of phrase, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Arcadia Life. Arcadia Life always sends us incredibly cool gifts from Japan. I don't know how he gets this stuff. <laughs> he has like a mad connect. He told me that he he buys lots and lots of this stuff, and sometimes he buys too much, and so we, he's incredibly nice. He just sends us extras of these incredibly expensive love live sets. Well, fuck yeah! This is my second parasocial uh, Yo Watanabe thing that he sent me. We also have that Valentine's set. Wait, no, I think that's Christmas. This is a, cri- a Christmas with Yo. It's Christmas with yo, with yo Sake. I think it's Sake. It might not be because she's 16, so she can't drink. It's, sparkly, it's, it's like sparkling apple cider. Oh, good. I don't want my fictional girlfriend to be an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, well, well anyway, before we, take, before we take a break, do you have an update? Yeah, let's, let's check on my business opportunity. Do, 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 do. Oh, she fucking blocked me. <laughs> she lost out. You fucking bitch. I hate you. She lost out. Or he. I don't, I don't know who. They lost out. You could have been wearing those wraps 
and sell selling you could have been like selling those raps you have incredible reach here on the loudest podcast you have a lot of uh, in- instagram followers a lot of twitter followers you're big on youtube like you could have made this person some money i feel like i definitely could have gotten 30 bucks off this girl i think you could have i really do believe if i had more time to run the grift i might have been able to to at least convince her like yeah send me 30 bucks a rap and i'll link back to your thing do you want to actually try this rap thing? No, absolutely the fuck not. Okay, but but hear me out on this. What if it works? There- it's literally called "It Works." I don't know why it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's try it on a pork. <gasps> but they love being chubby. They're fat, obese assholes. They need it. They need that. No, they need that fat for their underwater icy swims to get fish. They do. They do control dives into the sea <laughs> off the cliffs. <laughs> All right. Yeah, is it okay if I have the bird? Can I please the wrap safe for my bird? That would have been my next question. Okay, we will be right back after this. Yo, did you see that awesome article that that woman wrote about who she's super pissed off of everybody breaking bread? No. Okay, so everybody, everybody who knows anything about things knows that everybody's been baking bread in quarantine, myself very much included. And I made me. two big ass. French bread rolls. They were super good, and I ate them all too fast. And so now I can't make any more bread anymore because I'm not mature enough to eat it at a reasonable pace. So I have to go back to smoking weed and playing CSGO <laughs> with my friends. Uh, so everybody's been baking bread. And this, I, so I stumbled upon this Medium article, Medium, the. The, the famous platform where Nathan Masry publishes all of his esteemed writing about Google, Google reviews, Google Docs. <clears throat> it's called Why You Need to Stop Baking Bread. And I was, dude, I was fucking convinced this was a troll, like a tr- thing to get a rise out of everyone because the username is literally Karen White. So I'm like, oh, this is somebody taking the piss out of like Christian suburb moms. But she deleted her fucking account after everyone got <laughs> super pissed off over over this so i'm thinking it might be real no that's gotta be real i checked before she deleted her account too she also had like posts dating back to 2016 about her gardening adventures no, no so, those are gone too yeah we've lost the rich tapestry that is karen white's medium presence <laughs> sounds like a fucking troll name though doesn't it and it's karen spelled with a c Keep going. I want to hear. Okay, so I th- this, because again, the title "You Need to Stop Baking Bread" sounds like fucking hot takery. Yeah, that's literally what it's called. Is why you need to stop baking bread by Karen White's three minute read. I was hoping uh, we would start reading series on this podcast. I'd love just- to. So this is the archived copy of. Thankfully, Reddit caught it before it's gone forever. It's lost to the sands of time. Okay, <clears throat> why you need to stop baking bread? I was walking down the baking aisle to see if the organic flour was on sale. Organic flour is expensive, and I am poor, so I always try to buy it when it goes on sale. There were no sale. There were no sale and no flour. (laughs) Their shelves were bare. (laughs) My eyes traveled up to the top shelf. The top shelf was the leavening ingredients, also bare. How could this be? When I got home, I logged onto my laptop and started reading articles on the pandemic. I had stopped reading most pandemic articles weeks ago. Okay, first of all, by the way, if you're fucking poor, making your own food is like the last thing you do. What? 
Dude, yeah, no, when I was the most McDonald's I've ever eaten in my entire life was like my third year of college. <laughs> oh, look, that's one way to go about it. But I mean, I think it's, it's pretty common knowledge that like if you eat out for every meal, you're, it's, that's a lot more expensive. No, than- that's rich people thought. That's rich people thinking. Wait, what? That's rich people think. That's like New York living thought process. We Fast just- food is so much cheaper. We just bought like $7 worth of chicken and, you, and we've been eating it for days. That was like $14 worth of chicken. But we go to McDonald's. Think about it. Like you did two cheeseburgers uh-huh. for $2 in most parts of the country. I guess that's true. And you eat that two times a day. That's $4 a day times 30. That's $120 a month. You know what? That, But I could buy like a bunch of cans of... I could buy like a big... Sack of black beans, a big sack of rice. Sack of beans. Uh, we have a big sack of beans in my emergency in my emergency preparedness kit. Now we're gonna be chewed on those bad boys. Those are gonna be currency soon. <laughs> anyway, keep going. <clears throat> I had stopped reading most pandemic-related articles weeks ago because they were upsetting me too much. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't concentrate. Concentrate on fucking what? Ba- not baking bread, obviously. I needed to distance myself. But I knew that the pandemic had something to do with the bare shelves in the baking aisle. So I exposed myself to the turmoil once again. It seems that there had been a run on flour and yeast because people are bored. So they are baking bread to pass the time. Seriously? (laughs) Baking bread is a way of life for me, not a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I studied the sourdough starter while you were having sex. This lady is pretty insane. Okay, this is this is pretty crazy. All right, keep going. Baking bread is a way of life for me, not a hobby. Not something to do just to pass the time. I don't eat store-bought bread. I rarely eat prepared foods of any kinds. If you visited my kitchen, you would find food, but nothing to eat, because I only stock ingredients. I do. (laughs) It's like, no, I don't watch movies. I watch films. What is the difference? I'm also going to point out that, like, bread is not healthy. Even if it's super fucking organic, super duper bread, it's just empty. Car- There's no protein in it. There's no vitamins in it or minerals in it. It's just a bunch of. Bl- it's like eating a bowl of pasta. Yeah, it's just a bunch of bread. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, like I, like I don't care how many un- like organic unleavening ingredients you use. If you're really worried about your health, you should be eating a fucking vegetable, lady. A vegetable, any vegetable, any of them. <laughs> On Saturday nights, I don't order pizza. I make it. From scratch. Again! That is not... I don't care that if I squeezed the tomatoes myself and I, and I murdered a cow and cut up the cup of cola that I put on it. It's like... Lady, maybe maybe your health problems stem from the fact that your diet seems to be entirely bread and pizza. Why the fuck aren't you growing your own wheat, asshole? Yeah! There you go! I don't order pizza. I make it from scratch, including... The crust. I also grow my own popcorn. (laughs) That's a topic for another. I believe that's called maize. (laughs) (laughs) 
You see, I am one of those people. You know, the ones. You offer them a plate of food, and they look at it suspiciously, asking, Is this organic? I want to know what is in my food, so I make it myself. By the way, croutons made from my homemade bread. Stuffing for the Thanksgiving turkey made from my homemade bread. What are its chances you think that this woman has made bread with her vaginal yeast? One thousand percent. One million percent, I'd say. I'm also going to point out one more thing. The four foods she's mentioned, bread, pizza, croutons, and turkey stuffing are all dangerously unhealthy foods. What's the opposite of keto? Italian. (laughs) (laughs) This woman is. Wait, where is it? Stuffing for the Thanksgiving turkey made from my homemade vaginal yeast. So when you buy up all of the flour and leavening ingredients for the sake of pretty photos on your Instagram feed. Guilty. I did. I did immediately take pictures and put it up on Instagram when I made bread. Uh, Me too. That's the only reason I made the bread. For the sake of your Instagram feed, you are literally taking food from my mouth and the mouths of other families who do their own baking so that they can provide healthy food for their family. Healthy food like pizza crust. Yeah, and, and turkey stuffing. And popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> it's economics 101. Supply and demand. Why is demand? Supply and demand are both capitalized for some reason. Yeah. Before the pandemic, very few people did scratch baking, so the grocery stores carried only limited supplies of flour and leavening. I have never once in my life gone to a grocery store, even now, and not have flour available to me. I don't know what this bitch is talking about. Well, look, my mom told me that bread flour, she had to buy bread flour off eBay. I think I said that in the last episode. Um, I mean, yeah, I imagine there's there's been a run on these products, but- well, supply and demand means that eventually we will have enough supply to fill that demand. Like, I haven't been to a grocery store since, and then, like, it's taken a month, but now there's plenty of bread-making shit. There's plenty. Yeah, no, I even got yeast yes! the other day. We bought, we accidentally bought way too much yeast. I know. Gotta make something with it. I'm thinking about trying pasta next. No, that's a great idea. Making some pasta. Because the thing is, with the bread, you're sorry, side, side light here. Sriracha's now made four loaves of bread. They're so big and they taste so good. And then all we're doing all day is eating bread. Oh, yeah. You just get a big chunk of it. You put a little put a little butter on it. It's delicious. It's well, so good. With the pasta, it's like, well, that's going to go bad. It's like, we'll have to eat the pasta. Yeah, we got to cook it. You got to cook it. And we're both too lazy. You, know, you can't just pop pasta in the microwave. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ba 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 only limited supplies of flour and leavening. I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck is? Does she mean yeast? I don't know what leavening. Mean. I know that <laughs> matzah is unleavened bread, so maybe that is yeastless bread. I, I guess. Well, it's pissing me off. I was just not saying yeast. <laughs> Both go bad, so they don't want it hanging around the shelves for too long. Hence, the limited quantities. That was okay. There was always enough for those of us who needed it. But there is not enough now that we are competing with a bunch of 
I don't know what this word is. Dil dilette. Dilettante. Dilettante. What is what what does that mean? A dilettante is like uh I don't know, if you just it, it, like let's say you just like went to an open mic and tried stand up one night. Let's say like you do stand up once a year but you keep calling yourself a comedian. So you're doing something just to dick around. Yeah, like like you're you're in it for a little bit and you're out but you say you're in it. Like you're like a poser, a faker. Okay. These faker bakers who care nothing for anyone but themselves can confirm I do only care about myself. Me too. I'm great. <laughs> Yes, I know that sounds harsh, but I'm willing to bet that not a single one of them stopped to think as they grabbed the last of the flour and the yeast. Oh, now it's yeast that they were robbing other people's children of their daily bread. Nope, I'm certain all they cared about was how impressed everyone was going to be with their picture perfect loaves. (laughs) That's what I call my ass. My picture perfect loaves. Here's an idea. If you're bored and want to learn a new skill, why don't you learn to garden and impress everyone with your tomatoes? Or how about learning how to sew masks for hospitals and first responders? I know. Learn to crochet so you can make the cute little market bags when you go to the farmer's market. But please, please, I am begging you, stop baking bread. (laughs) So this lady, uh, <laughs> so she got um, beaten up pretty hard on the internet. Oh yeah, no, everybody's everybody's making fun of her. Yeah, she's treating bread like it's the world's only food when it's actually uh, it's again it's very unhealthy. Uh, you shouldn't eat it. It's, it's not good for you. <laughs> um, also, I'd like to point out this. She's like, oh, you should go gardening. If her thing was organic gardening, she'd be bitching that everybody bought up all the peat moss. Yeah, that's true. So it's okay that we could just take all the tomato seeds, <laughs> but... Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry that like everyone else is like now in your little hobby. You know, I bet the fucking swing dancers got all pissed off when in the 90s, Zoot Suit Riot came out and there was a swing dance revival and everybody was swing dancing. That's true. There have been people acting like this forever, haven't there been? Yeah. I bet the 1800s people were like, did you see Mary's China set? Fine China is my thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry you're no longer special. Karen. Literally Karen, wow. Literal Karen. (laughs) But uh, don't take it out on the rest of us that we're bored and we want to bake some bread. Um, It's a fucking pandemic, Karen. We're bored. Like, the people that are staying inside making bread for their Instagram aren't fucking licking doorknobs and kissing tele- and, and firebombing 5G telephone poles, okay? Fine. To keep your hands busy with bread, none of us ends up dead. Did you see that awesome video of that British girl that was like, Nico sent this to me. Uh, it was a video of a woman, she was like, going up to 5G telephone, like just utility workers, and she's like, do you know what you're doing? He's like, I'm laying 5G of wiring. <laughs> she's like, do you know that you are literally killing people and this causes the coronavirus? <laughs> yeah, I saw that video on an episode of The Drunken Peasants, and that lady was like, you're killing your mom. 
You're, you're, you're literally killing your mom right now, right here. You're killing your mom. You know what my favorite part of those videos is? Because oh. it happens at every either public freakout or like whenever someone is like losing their mind in public. It's when the other person that they're filming chuckles a little bit and they start to question everything that they're doing. And the exact moment you could see it in that video is when the guy is like, I, we have a complaint number in the truck. And she's like, I'm just asking, you know, I'm just asking questions. I, I, I just, I'm just asking. <laughs> it's great. It's my favorite part of everything because yeah. it happens every fucking time. <laughs> the thing I liked about that, about that one British telco worker was that he had some pity and sympathy for this lady. He looks at this lady and he's just thinking to himself like, eh, she's an old sort, isn't it? Eh, poor blankers. Ed filled with rubbish it is. Uh, let me let me hear out this old grand granny and then and then go take a trip to the loo on the lorry, take a lift up to the Gullivigoo. Just like if that was America, that telco officer would have punched the camera phone and then punched the lady. Yeah. That would have been a fucking shootout in America. Somebody would have gotten fucking shot in the middle of the street over 5G wiring. Yeah, if it was America, the guy laying the 5G would be like, I know this is killing people, but I need to feed my family. I know I have blood on my hands. And they would eat the 5G wiring. <laughs> like, they would end up, like, whipping each other with 5G. Like, they were the world's biggest Twizzlers. And then someone would TikTok that with Devo's Whip It, and we'd all have a good laugh. It would be great. That would be great. Oh, my God. Can we, can we talk about that TikTok I sent you the other day? Of course we can. Okay. We'll be right back after this. I am snacking. Cheetos. Something. Ramen. French fries. Chicken. Nuggets. Ice cream. Sandwich. What am I craving? What am I craving? I am snacking. Did you see that TikTok? Well, that's what you're doing. Yeah. No. Half of the conversations we have... I find out later that you were just doing a TikTok. Oh, yeah. No, I just walk around the house saying that. Yeah. <laughs> what is, who is this? What are you talking about? Chicken nuggets. I don't know her TikTok name, but there's some girl doing this awful dance. So she's like, I look at me. I'm so cute. I eat food. Doesn't that make me cute and quirky? And let me tell you, Stu's, every day I wake up and I thank God. That I was born ugly enough to know that I can't be doing shit like that. I can't be dancing around saying chicken nuggets. Okay. <laughs> so there's a girl. She sounds attractive from the context I'm getting. She's very good looking. So there's like an attractive girl on TikTok who's just naming foods. And dancing around. Is this part of some sort of larger like... TikTok favorite food, five fave food, freak out Fridays or something? I don't know what it is, but people really are mixed, mixed bag of reactions on that video, which means everybody fucking hates it. Okay. I, w I would. All right. Zwick, just real quick, put in a clip of the lady singing the song. I am snacking. Cheetos, Pringles, ramen. Ugh. French fries, chicken, nuggets, ice cream, sandwich. What am I craving? What am I craving? I am snacking. Okay, I, we've heard the clip. So now what happens next here is I assume she just goes right to Jimmy Fallon. And like she's on the Tonight. And I assume the Tonight Show is now being filmed from like Jimmy Fallon's garage or something. And like Jimmy Fallon's going like uh, sushi 
The sushi, fruit roll-ups, fruit by the foot, Dunkaroos. I am snacking. Yeah, what are some other some other foods that uh, but tacos? Remember, but remember, Jimmy Fallon would mention '90s foods. Oh, okay. So he has to be spe- <gasps> gushers. <laughs> blow pops, uh, uh, blow pops. Uh, wait, uh, what was that? Lean, Lean pops. Lean cuisine. <laughs> 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 Pop tarts. Oh yeah, no, she's gonna be on an episode of Carpool Karaoke or something, and I'm sure she's gonna be a millionaire soon. The, it's funny. <laughs> the only two ways these things go are one, the next day you're on Ellen or Fallon doing the thing you got famous for, or she she freaks out on the internet and goes, "I am not to be made a fool of." I was just on TikTok saying my favorite foods. Now I can't find a job. Everyone's making fun of me. My boyfriend broke up with me. And people won't stop saying chicken nuggets to me when they see me on the streets. And by the way, I don't approve of the homosexual lifestyle or agenda. And then, of course, we find out that she's nuts. Oh, man. Yeah. Peak peak 2019 was when... That guy that draws the alien comics, just apropos of nothing, was like, hey, is it abortion kind of shitty? (laughs) For me, that would have been way better if those aliens had been like, the humans, uh, I, I will create life in myself. I will assist you in the creation of life. We are doing the life creation dance. Now we kill. <laughs> now to kill the life we knew we were putting inside us. Yes, this is normal. <laughs> yeah, makes I would have had a lot more respect for that. Because <laughs> everyone's getting outraged at this guy. And it's just like, I, look, I don't know. Just get, Yeah, the guy's got like shitty opinions. It, they're not in his comics. Like every... Fucking every single creator I like is in some way problematic. Like, they all are. Yeah, that's true. Because his comics suck and abortion rules. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel bad for the alien guy that everyone's, like, giving him shit. And it's just like... It's like, yeah, like, Orson Scott Card uh, is a huge homophobe, but we all still like Ender's Game. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I heard somebody sent me that, like, a screenshot of the Facebook thing where he's like... 20 million Americans die by abortion every day or something. Oh, he was putting it on Facebook? Yeah, and I was sitting there, and it took me 10 minutes to be like, wait, is that the alien guy? Oh, oh. No, then it's fair game. No, you put that on Facebook, it's fair game. I thought people just, like, found out his secret political opinions or something. Oh, no, he made this big, long Facebook post. Oh. I'm going to look up Adam. I'm going to look up. I think his name's Adam, right? Their names are all Adam. I don't know. I'm sure he has a beard and flannel and, what am and I craving? thick black glasses. <laughs> Alien comic guy abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Strange planet cartoonist Nathan Pyle embroiled in Twitter controversy for pro-life tweets. <laughs> talk about the new thing we just got yeah please okay all right um 
So last week on the show, I was talking about, I had my own Karen stop baking bread moment where I was saying, stop buying Nintendo Switches. Because I want a fucking Nintendo Switch because I want to play the Nintendo. You got it. And yes, we now have a Nintendo Switch. It showed up about a week ago. Um, Got it through a really cool twist of events. Um, you never met him, but, uh, I don't want to say his name on air, but the manager of, the manager of a McDonald's in New Jersey a couple of years ago invited me out to his McDonald's to eat unlimited chicken nuggets. I remember that live stream. Yes. And then it ended up turning into a chicken nugget eating contest where me and a professor, semi-professional leader, the semi-professional leader housed me. Um, but I think I scored the moral victory because I could tell I was enjoying the nuggets more. For him, they were just fuel. For me, you should have just took your time. Like, don't everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for punching up my three-year-old bit. All right. So anyway, You're welcome anytime. <laughs> so anyway, so that that McDonald's manager's girlfriend was selling her Switch because she had bought the Animal Crossing Switch, and now she had two Switches. We got the Switch. So I get the Switch. I get Animal Crossing installed. And Sriracha, like a lot of people during the pandemic, like, you know, she gets a little sad sometimes. Like, we all get a little sad sometimes. Like, we can't go outside. It's sad. So, I'm like, I want to cheer up Sriracha. So, I I buy her Animal Crossing. I put it on the Switch. I give it to her. And I'm like, here you go. It's Animal Crossing. It's that thing everyone's doing where they're naming their bears and they're planting corn and whatever they're doing with their animals. And now you can do it, too. And uh, and she's like, oh, thanks. And then, like, she plays a little bit. She puts it down. And all of a sudden, I kind of realize that I'm like that dad on Christmas who's like, why aren't you playing with that toy <laughs> I bought you? Don't you want to play with that expensive toy that I, I, I worked really hard to get? And then the kid's like, no, nah, nah, I'll play with it later. And then I'm like, okay, so all right, she's not playing with it. And then, so I, so I go on the store. I'm like, oh, what are the free games? Tetris 99 is free. She will not put down Tetris 99. This is the story of one woman's struggle. One woman's struggle to not play Tetris 99. I can't stop. It's so addictive. It's really good. It's so good. Yeah, this I'm like the cat that you buy the tree for that's $120 and the cat just sits in the box all day. I can't stop playing Tetris. It's fantastic. I hate that game. I'm always unfairly targeted. I heard the other day you came in 99th. I did. I I, th- I didn't even know that was fucking possible. Because every time I come in low, it uh, just feeds me. It's, it starts at 98. And I was like, oh, okay. So nobody comes in 99th. But no, I came in 99th. <laughs> Tetris 99. Yes. I clicked the go button and instantly it was garbage the whole time. Yeah. Someone got five Tetrises in the first. They didn't even have enough blocks to make one. And somehow they got five Tetrises in a row. Uh, just for those people who didn't, who don't know, because I didn't know this. I, everyone's, everyone, like a couple of years ago, everyone's playing Tetris 99. I'm like, why? It's just, it's fucking Tetris. Who cares? But what it is is you play against 98 other people at the same time. It's massively multiplayer online Tetris. Yeah, and it's so much fun. And you could, like, uh, as you make combos, you could, like, attack other players randomly. It's a lot of fun. You should definitely play. The highest I've ever gotten is 16. That's the best I've ever done at that game. Yeah, I think I got to, like, 19 once. I, I do lose the Tetris 99 a lot. 
I really love it. It's it's even got that song dun 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 And then when the music switches up, that's what it it even gets more stressful as you start playing it more because when you're close to losing there'll be like this big siren going off and then when you get down to like the last 50 it goes and people really start getting knocked out it's great it's fantastic and like a little robot will go like warning 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 and it's like i know tetris i know i'm in danger you don't have to tell me i'm constantly in danger tetris i'm well aware i'm in the i'm in the fucking fight of my life with these tetraminos over here now, I've been playing more Animal Crossing lately because I re- recently learned that you can catch bugs. That's fun. I like the bugs and the fish. <laughs> yeah. Sriracha, that, that, to be fair, you, she was running around all day catching butterflies, and it is a lot of fun. There's this owl named Blathers in the game, and he's like a bug. He's like an animal expert. Yeah, fucking kill yourself, Blathers. <laughs> so, Sriracha and I love bringing him bugs and making him slowly and repeatedly tell us bug facts because he freaks the fuck out every time it happens. He's just like, oh my, dreadful creatures. Oh, oh, disgusting. Oh my, the person that always brings me bugs is back with another bug. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't like it. And it's like, I don't know, Blathers. It's kind of your fault for knowing all these bug facts. It's kind of your fault for being the only one on the island that can identify and elucidate all these bugs. And asking for bugs, asshole. <laughs> yeah, and he has a whole... He built this museum. This museum has three wings, fossils, fish, and bugs. You could have just had two wings, Blathers. You have two wings. You're a big owl. (laughs) And he sleeps during the day because owls are nocturnal. I fucking... I... I've never played one of these games. Harvest Moon. I played Stardew Valley for like a hot second, but I was kind of like, eh, it's kind of stressful like to play Stardew Valley, like get, like if you get caught down in those caves and it becomes dark and you die, you got to get rescued by the doctor. <laughs> and like you can run into your ex-wife in Stardew Valley. What? You can run into your ex-wife in Stardew Valley. And it's like, you know, I can run into my ex-wife in real life, too. Like, I'm not super. This isn't like a relaxing experience for me. Wow. That yeah, I knew Stardew Valley was like Harvest Moon for Edgelords, but I didn't know that was a possibility. Yeah. Yes, it is. And so, you know, Harvest Moon, all the other Animal Crossing, it's like all these games, these like simulate, these like slow life simulators. I've never played them. Even so when I bought, I, when I bought Animal Crossing... You know, the thing everybody complains about is like, oh, there's only one island. There's only one island. And I was like, Sriracha, just use the whole island. Do whatever you want. I'm never going to play this Animal Crossing game. Like, I don't like these games. No, I'm very much addicted to it. I was up until like four in the morning one night catching bugs and fish, finding fossils, <laughs> crafting tools. Finding the presents floating through the trees, hitting the rocks. Oh, man, when I learned to swing that axe at a house, everybody's going down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sriracha very purposely did not invite a bear to live with us that she said was ugly. Because he was ugly. Clay, I believe his name was. Fuck you, Clay. Kill yourself. (laughs) Sriracha's also trying to cyber bully a cat into leaving the island? Yeah, I want the cat gone. I only want birds on this island. Cat, goodbye. Tom Nook, you're on thin fucking ice. I'm going to say this, but I'll say this about Tom Nook, too. Everyone on the internet is giving Tom Nook shit. They're all like, oh, Tom Nook, oh, capitalism, blah, blah, blah. He's the only person I know giving interest-free loans. And he's letting us live in the house before we have to pay it off. He's letting us pay it off whenever we want in installments. 
My credit card, the lowest credit card interest rate I have is like 12%. I like it how everybody fucking hated Tom Nook so much that Nintendo had to backpedal and try to like add details about his backstory that were not there in the first place or necessary. Like, oh, but but he he's a, he's a ruthless capitalist, but he also donates 99% of his money to an orphanage with dead raccoons. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> in it. And also, he took these two orphans under his wing and he donates 90% of his money to charity. And he always lets people pay off their loan in installments. And then it was like the third most popular villain in the <laughs> Nintendo universe is Tom Nook. And they're like, Tom Nook is respectfully, Tom Nook is not a villain, but anybody hates him. Anyways. Yes. The, the Animal Crossing Wikipedia. It spends a lot of time saying that he's not a villain, even though even though he was voted the third best villain in some Nintendo villain poll. And it's like, you're kind of showing your bias here, Animal Crossing Wikipedia. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, so someone tells me online that he gives 90% of his bells to an orphanage and they have a wing named after him. We don't have any proof of this. People say they do things all the time. We have no idea if they've done them. You know, I saved a, saved a little girl from a bear the other day. Yeah, Timmy and Tommy, uh, there is apprentices. Sounds like child slave labor. Now that you have access to, un- unfettered access to an orphanage. Yeah, exactly. Timmy and Tommy, by the way, he makes them work 24 hours a day because they are always in that tent ready to buy the bugs and slime I find <laughs> for bells. Like, they're up all goddamn night. He never lets these kids sleep. To be fair, I think Tommy wanders, gets, Tommy's job is just to wander around with a flag. Yeah, with like, that cute little flag. <laughs> your mentally disabled little brother. <laughs> I love them so much. They follow you around in the little shop. I have never, again, I'm almost 40 years old. This is the first Animal Crossing game I've played, and I'm like, oh, now I get it. My life is hell, and this is heaven. If I could just run around and catch fish and bugs all day and live a nice pastor, if my biggest problem of the day was I have too many rugs and and I have to store some of my rugs outside because I have too many rugs. If that was my biggest problem and not the fact that my health insurance costs $655 a month. Yeah, now imagine you're a Japanese salary man and your life sucks and you want to commit Sudoku every hour of the day then you get home and you get to be a kawaii farmer girl for six hours until you need to go to work again yeah and you could play it on the train and shit oh now that I, now that we have this nintendo switch i'm bringing this thing on the train with me good i yes. can't wait it's gonna it's gonna be more coronavirus than switch when i'm done with it <laughs> lick the poles on the subway i can't fucking wait yes yeah, so I'm, I'm super goddamn into this animal crossing sriracha uh so um, people have been like, oh, can we get your friend code? Can we get your friend code? And I've wanted to hold off on passing it out just because my sister's daughter visits our island. Yeah, no, nobody's allowed on the island if, unless I let them because you guys are going to steal my shit. I know you fuckers. You're going to come vandalize my island and I'm not having it. We have two very different reasons why we haven't handed out our friend <laughs> code yet. But, um, but I kind of realized very quickly, like, oh shit, I need to... I need to warn my sister about something. So I told my sister, don't let your daughter read our bulletin board. Oh, yeah, it's covered in slurs. <laughs> because the first thing Sriracha does with our bulletin board is write 
What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated first in my class. My <laughs> I graduated first in my class in Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al-Qaeda, and I have over 300 confirmed kills. <laughs> it takes her like five minutes. She is super committed to this bit. I thought she was just going to write, what the fuck did you just say to me? She writes the whole thing. <laughs> and I'm like, don't let my niece get corrupted by my... Awful, awful co-host. Did I tell you, for the first time, I was in a Facebook group, and I saw an admin took a screenshot of someone writing out the Navy SEAL copy pasta and, like, made a big admin post, was like, this is not okay. We do not accept this kind of behavior from our members. It's like, wow, it's officially gone in a circle. Like, we should start sending around... That Kia Soul commercial where the ghost jumps up and screams at you when the car goes behind them. Kids probably have never seen that. You're right. Old memes. We can make them new again. If we be- we could become the people that make Mr. T ate my balls a <laughs> national sensation again. Make YTMNDs? You're the man now, dog. Everyone's going to think that's hysterical. Oh my God. What? The, the Star Wars kid or the ninja kid that smashes himself in the face with the nunchucks? Yes. Sneezing Panda. We got to get Sneezing Panda out there again. Remember the guy with the Ginsu knife who was like, this boy will never break. And then he smashes in and breaks. He goes, oh shit. Live on, on, uh, on, <laughs> What was it? Uh, 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 infomercial, late night infomercial shopping. That guy, get that guy big again. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> that, that'll be a big deal. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so so we are on our Animal Crossing bullshit. But the best thing about having bought a Nintendo Switch three to four years late, which, by the way, is that's boomer on time. Yeah. This is exactly the time when a boomer should be getting the Nintendo Switch is that. Oh, all the games that you hip with it Zoomers spent $60 on, I'm picking up on eBay for pennies. Right now, I'm in a hot eBay bidding war for Mario Rabbids, uh, Mischief, Paintball, and Katamari Reroll. Both games, I got a bid right now, $17 for shipping. Wow. That's $120 worth of game. Exactly. It pays to be uncool. It pays to be four years late. Fuck yes, exactly. So I don't know what Switch games we need. Um, I want to get the. I want to get the, what's the Mario game where he puts the cap on things that has Bowsette in it. What? There's some Mario game where he puts his cap on shit and then he becomes. The, he's got like a talking hat. I don't know video games. I'm sorry. That's okay. I gotta get that game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh. Luigi's Mansion, now Luigi teams up with a ghost version of Luigi that's made of slime named Gooigi. Gross. <laughs> yes, I know. Which is what I made when I found out that this game was now on sale for $39.95. That's on sale? Yes, exactly. That's a thing. Hot, hot, not, not. Boomer time, baby. <laughs> All right, so tell us what Switch games we need to get. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back after this. Uh, we are just about out of time. Sorry, this is a shorter episode. We didn't get the voicemails this week, but if you have any voicemails you want to leave us, you call 848-863-5343. You want to write us a letter or send us like a, a wave or whatever. You email the loudest podcast at gmail.com. That's all I got. Uh, so for Sriracha, have a good night. And goodbye. Goodbye.